It's SEN Test Cricket, Ashes Cricket for tyre power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon tyres, get four for three. One last time, Australia didn't make it to 384. They were all out for 334. That's the headline news. England victorious by 49 runs. And whilst they don't regain the Ashes, they do take a two-all draw. They were down 2-0. They bowled magnificently today. Chris Wokes with four of the best you'll ever see. He was immaculate. Um, Moen Ali in his final test match, he walked off with Stuart Broad taking three and getting England going after that long rain delay that washed out the middle session and it was always going to be Stuart Broad. As Phil Walker said on our commentary, who writes this bloke's scripts? The last two wickets caught behind from the bowling of Broad. England victorious here. Australia retained the ashes but there was no celebration either on the stage or, or indeed in the press conference after. We were exactly here four years ago at the Oval when Australia retained the Ashes and uh, drew the series to all. England won here in four days. But there was a very different vibe to the Australian team back then. Uh, I remember standing exactly where I was today, behind the Australian team. And yes, I mean, they were disappointed that they lost here. But there was this, uh, they were, they're up and about. Uh, they couldn't wait to get to the podium uh, to pose with the urn. Uh, if the, the energy wasn't there today. Uh, I saw Mitchell Stark, who uh, deservedly won the Player of the Series award from an Australian perspective. Uh, he walked back to his towards his teammates with a big bottle of champagne that he had won uh, as part of the prize, and you know he just showed it to them, placed it there. There was no big high five, there was no big celebration, uh, but it's it's been that kind of month. You could almost break uh, this series up or this tour up into June and July for Australia. June was all about them winning. They won the World Test Championship final right here. They won at Edge Basin. They found a way to win there. They won at Lodge just in the, what, the first couple of days of July. But yep. from that point on, I almost go, circle it back to 7 for 142 at lunch in the third test. You know, the knives were being sharpened in the English press. We'll tell you what happened in Scotland, they said. But then Mark Wood in eight balls just turned things around. Ben Stokes played that innings once again. And it's been England more or less all the way from there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it does feel a fitting result. If Australia won today and hold down 385, you know, 384 rather, different story. Then you can say, well, they've, they've done something very special. That would have been the eighth highest successful run chase in Test cricket history and so on mm. but they don't and thus um, you know history might be written by the winners to go back to what you were saying a moment ago but um, you know England were the winners today and they were the winners at um, at Leeds and, and in all probability they would have been the winners at Manchester as well if not for rain so Australia retained the urn that, that's good and right and proper in keeping with the conventions mm. of the Ashes series but England to all feels right as well given the way they were able to stick the landing today. Yeah, I mean, there were phases even during today's play which uh, kind of are emblematic of how the series has gone where you thought Australia are actually giving it a fair shout. Uh, we saw that yesterday with the opening stand uh, and I'm sure we'll come to the ball, uh, the changed ball late last evening that started hooping around. We saw only, what, eight or nine balls with it last evening but today batting looked a lot more difficult. The lights were on yet again. How many sessions of batting in this session for Australia have been under lights? It's amazing. Yeah. Someone will break it down at some point. Uh, and the ball, it was batting was very, very different and more challenging. And they lose the three wickets. You're like, ah, oh, okay, this is how run chases go, don't they? But then Steve Smith and Travis had put on that partnership. And then the rain comes. And then they start off very, very confidently after the rain break. Uh, for, for a brief period, we thought there would be no play. But then we were told it would be 40, 52 overs. And we were told it's 47 overs. And Travis Head and Steve Smith were in control. Till Travis Head played a, a slightly loose drive of a Moin Ali uh, delivery that... A drift and then pitched and yep. gripped and turned a, a, a mile uh, and once that wicket fell 
the collapse set in and then there was a brief glimmer from Alex Carey and Todd Murphy you were like oh could this be the final twist the nicest villain in the world Alex Carey after all the booing could he see them home but it wasn't to be and who else but Stuart Broad um, you know who writes a script he writes his own scripts he just like swapped the bail and got the wicket of Todd Murphy he beat the bat so many times he gets Todd Murphy out and it just had to be Stuart Broad who had to get the last wicket yeah the bail switching goes straight into Ashes folklore as well twice in the test match Broad doing that and reaping the reward from the next ball you wouldn't hear of it but such has been the life and times of Stuart Broad and I don't want to um, brush over Mo and Ali either to, to bowl yeah. the, as well as he did with a, a, a clear groin complaint he couldn't run in the first session yeah. he couldn't make his way out to the field they, they did it with Mark Wood only bowling one spell today picking up the crucial wicket of Marnus Labashain after Wokes um, collected Warner and Kawaja not long after the resumption, both set men from the previous night with balls that really did move. You know, we'll come back to the ball. We'll do it now. Let's go to the ball first. Yeah. The ball and the way that it's picked out of the box, we know that it's an imperfect process. They should look at the process mm. um, more than worrying too much and getting too fixated on the actual ball itself because it does feel a bit too much potluck because it the is. ball that England had, and a colleague of ours from the press box made this point, they were preparing that to reverse swing. So they were letting it deteriorate naturally and adding to that process when they switched it over. The ball they changed it to had no such work done on it. And it was so good that they never took the second new ball or third new ball. They never yeah. took another one after 80 overs. They let Stuart Broad operate with that till the very end in the 105th over of the innings. So that speaks volumes about how good the ball was that they changed up to and how influential it was through um, the morning session and the evening session as well. In this split screen, I'm sure all of you have seen or most of you have seen it on social media. There, it was so defined. You could see the, the imprint on the ball, uh, the brand name on both sides, uh, the ball that was the changed ball. And they didn't have to wait for the second new ball because they kind of got it earlier on in the innings, didn't they? Uh, at the 35th over mark. Uh, and, and you're right, it did have a big say, but uh, I think the Australians have played it down, said uh, the rub of the green has gone, uh, the rub of the red has gone their way a couple of times in the past as well. So it, these things happen, but it yeah. completely changed the game. And Usman Khawaja spoke to us and he said, just the way the ball was hitting the bat, he said he hadn't felt that throughout the series. So that tells you how significant uh, that ball change was. Uh, but then uh, England can turn around and say three of the wickets, the crucial wickets, came to Moin Ali. Once Steve Smith and Travis Head got got set, it was Moin Ali who turned the game in, in a way. Um, and, and look, I mean, that's the thing, beauty of these run chases, right, Adam? We always think the batting team batting in the fourth innings is going to get over the line, but it doesn't happen very often. It often takes just two or three wickets, and that's what happened today. Yeah, the catch from Bairstow off Moin Ali um, to get rid of Mitch Marsh, the, oh, the yeah. stonking delivery to David Warner. Everything broke England's way today. That's it. That's our coverage complete for SEN Test Cricket for Tire Power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon Tires, four for three. It's been an absolute privilege bringing it, bringing it to you over the last six weeks. The World Test Championship as well. Adam Collins of Ruts Underation. Good night from the Oval. From him. Wakes up to Warner. Delivers here. Warner. Oh. Beaten. Edged. Gone. Slow death there. Took a long time for the finger to go up. Joel Wilson's given Warner and he's going to turn and go back to the pavilion. For a moment, it looked like he was considering the review, but it's not to be. And David Warner, who batted in such a promising fashion last night, has been caught behind for 60. A pearler of a delivery from Chris Wokes. Had to play down that line, David Warner. And for the last time in England, he leaves the Test Arena. There's Wokes. 
Going beautifully. Hits Kawaja on the pad, shout for Leaper 4, and up goes the finger. I've got to say, that looked good from here. Kawaja is going to go upstairs. It was full, it was straight. So It is pitching inside with Leaper, impact in line, hitting middle stump. Stunning by Chris Wokes. Chris Wokes has done the job this morning. He's bowled impeccably. Labashane waits for Wood, edges him, and it's taken its slip. And that chance might just be going up in smoke. Zach Crawley gets down low and takes a very good catch low to the ground in front of him. At big edge, Mark Wood gets Labashane once again. He's had his number. Anderson, none for 48, his figures. Bowls hit ahead, full and driven square for four more. Travis Head with boundaries from three of his last four balls. Putting pressure straight back on England, as he does so often. He's caught up. He's 22 from 21. Wood rolls up to Stephen Smith, who's driving him down the ground for four. Mm. Well, that is emphatic. Wood over pitches. He's probably tiring. He's definitely sore. And he gives Steve Smith one to hit. Smith goes to 32, goes past 100 runs in the match. Floated up. Little inside edge. Is he caught it? Leg slip, Stephen Smith. They're going up. Umpire says no. Stokes takes the snare. It comes off the pad as Smith pushes forward at Moeen. No bat involved. Stokes doesn't want to refer. Bairstow's trying to talk him into it. Steve Smith is gesticulating, surrounded by players. Joe Root's very keen. Root likes it. Oh, he's Stokes got... will go upstairs. <laughs> so with a couple of minutes to lunch, we will have a DRS referral. On the slow motion. You don't need Snicko for that up in the third umpire's box. There it is. And that is an incredible moment. A turning point in this test match just before the lunch break. It will be ruled in favour of England. Ben Stokes is walking up to talk to one of the on-field umpires. He took the catch at leg slip. He brought himself in there only the previous over. Hold on a minute. This is absolutely extraordinary. Stokes has done a Herschel Gibbs. He's come back down, and while still on one leg with his arms swinging, he's thrown the ball away thinking that Smith had got nothing on it and that it didn't matter. He tries to spit and it dribbles down his chin. And that's about how he'll be feeling about throwing that catch away. Have you thrown away a test match? This is absolutely extraordinary. We haven't seen anything like this in at least three weeks. <laughs> Oh, so Mitchell Stark vibes all over again. Goodness me. Well, the ruling about the fielder needing to be in control of their movement means that if they're falling back to ground, they're not yet in control of their movement. And he's let the ball out of his hand. And that is technically... Moeen floats the ball up and it's edged to slip and caught. Travis Head is gone. Moeen strikes. The recalled veteran. He's hobbling. He's uncomfortable. But he's drawn a mistake. And he's getting England back into the match. Just two slips now for Smith. Waiting for Wokes. And he edges to the second of them and he's caught. Chris Wokes has done it again. The super sub for England. He came in partway through the series and turned their fortunes around. And Chris Wokes might have just turned this match around for good. Smith goes for 54. The invitation isn't there. Edges it. Marsh caught behind. Incredible take by Johnny Bairstow. 
the England wicketkeeper has had at times a disastrous series, but he has pulled off an absolute blinder when it matters. Goodness me. Mitchell Marsh, the latest to leave. Six down Australia. Moen Ali's done it again. Three for 41 for Chris Wokes. And he bowls to Mitchell Stark, who's driving it, caught it, slip. Crowley takes the snare. And another Australian wicket goes down, booming off drive from Mitchell Stark. Chris Wokes has four. He is driving England towards a series levelling win. This is extraordinary. Two men who wouldn't have expected to play in the series much, if at all, in Moen's case, bowls here. Cummins back, pulls towards short leg. What's on it? Is it back? They're celebrating, and Cummins is walking. Moen does it again. And this time, Ben Stokes doesn't celebrate prematurely. But when he does, oh, he gives a big. They're two wickets away. He was the man around the corner. Cummins tried to heave it over the onside. A thick edge onto the pad. It ballooned up. And the England captain drags it in. Brought in. Delivers here to Murphy. Short ball. Takes it on. Shots. Down a deep backwards square for four. Absolutely nails it. The young Victorian is made of plenty. 55 to win. He skips along to 18. And if you want to believe, this is the time. 8 for 329. Brought up. Last ball of the over. Murphy beats it again. It's the goal! Stuart Broad does it. Away to his left went Bairstow. Murphy's caught behind for 18. Australia 9 for 329. And this was meant to be. So Broad's got half an over left here at Carey. Can he keep it going? Bowls here. Carey caught behind! Broad's finished it in magnificent style. Australia with a 2-0 advantage in this series. Their wait to win in England will last another four years at least. England square the series, 2-all, and it feels fitting. And their victors today on the final session of the final test by 49 runs. An emblematic moment. The series has been nip and tuck all the way, but when it mattered most today, England's bowlers showed up. Chris Wokes, Moen Ali, the veteran, in all probability playing his final test match. And Stuart Broad, his final spell for England, finding the edge a couple of times. Job done. Australia all out for 334. The series squared. I commence, uh, I'm not the way it, it, you wanted it to end, uh, but just your emotions going into just the moment you went and picked up the uh, oh, I think, you know, just finishing right after a test match, it's a little bit disappointed. Felt like we were in a position to, to win that one, but not to be. But, um, yeah, proud retaining the urn. I mean, it's, um, it's tough to do over here. So it's, it's been a great series. Um, yeah, fortunately you didn't get over the line, but overall proud of how we played. Uh, just about um, today and the, the way it played out, uh, there were times when it looked like, you know, that run chase was very possible. Uh, the opening stand yesterday and then even the Steve Smith-Travis head partnership. So uh, was that the feeling through for most parts of the day? Yeah, absolutely. I, I felt, you know, 380-odd, what we needed to get was, was well and truly in our grasp um, and achievable. So, yeah, a couple of good partnerships and, you know, we're getting close there. Um, unfortunately, lost a few wickets in clusters and, um, yeah, makes it very tough. But, uh, yeah, 380 was always going to be a great chase. Gave it a good shot.
Um, uh, a lot of people that will look at this series scoreline and say, oh, it's 2-all, but Australia were 2-0 up like a month ago. It hasn't gone their way. Uh, just how do you sum up the whole series, like, you know, and where you finished up? I think 2-2 is probably a pretty fair result, really. Um, you know, I felt like a lot of the games were really evenly... Um, just a, a really even match right to the end and, you know, one team got ahead of the others and in the last uh, in the last moment. So, uh, a great series. Um, yeah, had a big billing to live up to at the start and I think it did that. Uh, and just personally for you, Pat, I mean, you've spoken a lot about how uh, much you've grown as a captain in the last 18 months, but especially in the last two months. Uh, you know, just with the responsibility of, you know, being an Ashes captain away from home and, and retaining the Ashes at the end of it. Yeah, I think I look back and, and be proud of, um, you know, how, well, how, how I've gone, um, but the team team as well. So it's not easy coming over here. It's not just, you know, the competitors. It's the, it's the crowd, it's the pitches, it's the, um, you know, everything about touring away is what makes winning over here really tough. So, um, yeah, I think we all dealt with it pretty well. And, um, yeah, unfortunately not to get a couple more wins, but good series. Um, just to be part of this series, I mean, just if you leave the result aside, uh, it will go down as one of the greatest test series of all time, um, regardless of the result. What was it like to be part of this? Yeah, it was great. Um, I've never been part of a series that had so much excitement from everyone, really. Like, walking the streets, messages from back home, um, sell-out days of the cricket every single day. Like, just, just amazing. So, um, yeah, it's great. Hopefully there's plenty more... You know, kids at home watching and are going to sign up for cricket and um, you know I, I love playing test cricket so glad that it's so well received. Beautiful. Thank you so much for all the entertainment. Pat. Thank you. Cheers.